Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for people who like petting zoos. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Boo 2. I'm a Dia Halloween because the exclamation point is on the two. Yeah, which grammatically, how do you... Boo, you're emphasizing boo, right? Yes. But I guess if the title of the movie is Boo, I guess it would be Boo 2. It's Boo 2. Hmm. That's hard. Here's what you do. You call it Boo. Another Medea Halloween. There's a 3.9 on it. No, I got it. Boo. Medea Halloween 2. No, I don't know. That's good enough. Boo. Yeah, that's it. Let me just lead into this movie here. I know we normally wait till we get too deep into it, but can we just talk about how the, how Tyler Perry won the Razzie Award for Worst Actress? Stop actors? it. Don't take my notes. <laughs> You can't come here and take my notes. It's just, and you got it wrong. It's the second movie he's gotten a Razzie for. A Razzie for. Uh, I don't know if the other one was Worst Actor, but he. No, yeah, Worst is, Actress. Actor. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, this is the second Razzie uh, Tyler Perry movie. So, fun fact. Oh, yeah. It's quite an honor. Most people don't. They don't get to make more movies after they win Razzie, you know? Tyler Perry has won several Razzies, I'll have you know. I'm sure. I got, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I got to be careful with what I say because Bailey can hear me. (laughs) (laughs) And this was her pick and she will murder me if I don't do this film justice. And I already know, look, I know I'm not going to do it justice. I just need to do enough that we can finish recording before I die. That's where I'm at. We're on it. There's there's a timer going. We got to... Like, there's only so long we can last, okay? Okay. All right. So, Tyler, um, I'll go ahead and just give a little synopsis. You synopsis. Mandia did Halloween, but now she's doing it again, all right? She's got family. She's got a son. she got a granddaughter or a grandniece. I think, actually, she's an aunt. Anyway, look, the niece, she's trouble. She causes trouble on Halloween. She's going to go to the to the Halloween lake party at Murder Lake and Medea, she's going to try and save the day because she doesn't have she ain't having none of that. OK, did I do it. You did it. Also, Medea is Tyler Perry in a wig. Yeah. All right. That's what that's what most people don't understand. They go into this movie and they're like, ah, yes, Medea, who is that? Is that Maya Angelou's cousin? You know, is this is it, uh, you know, Barbara Boxer's long lost sister-in-law no no it is tyler perry in a wig so that's the other thing you should probably be prepared for could you when you see it when you see it you're going to be like huh they really cast that aunt and that nephew well they look they're the spitting image of one it's all look it's all cloak and it's all smoke and mirrors you know it's all that's what it is it's just the magic of the theater (laughs) it's a halloween movie so it works could you imagine going Taking someone to a Medea movie and them not knowing that Tyler Perry plays Medea. Because here's the thing. Tyler Perry, he plays Medea, Joe, and Brian. That's it? I thought, I thought for sure he was like 80% of the cast. Is that not? In, in some of I, the look, Medea movies, I had questions. I, I had questions. Seriously, there are some people I'm like, now that doesn't look like Tyler Perry, but it could be. Like, it, you know, which I think could be him too. Wants, you know? Oh man! Like I think in the early Medea movies, he does, he is many more characters. Yeah, I just love that there's a Lionsgate movie. Oh yeah, Lions. Tyler, how how'd it go for you? Cody. You watch this right after watching Get Out. Cody, you're not gonna like this. 
No, this go ahead. Just, I, I wanted to hate it every minute of the movie, but it got multiple like belly laugh. I can't breathe. It got <laughs> me with how stupid that line was or that joke was. Yeah. Multiple times where I'm like, wow. I kind of, I'm like, am I about to start watching all the Medea movies right now? No, but yes, not last night, but maybe today. Wow. All right. I look. I'm going to whisper this. I did not like the movie. Okay, it wasn't. <gasps> How dare you? I'm texting Bailey right now. I will say it was like a one in six where I was like, all right, one in six of the lines of the jokes. I was like, oh, yeah, all right, I'll give you. I'll give you one. That was a little fun. It was a little funny. But it's one in six. It can't, it can't sustain me. Okay. It's not going to bring it all the way. You know, are you trying to tell me you did not think everything J- Joe said was funny? Okay. You're, you're stealing my notes again. And I look, I respect, I respect the conversations happening, but I think we need to dive in deeper before we, okay. Before we do. Okay. Then Cody, get, get in the Cadillac, get in it, get in this Cadillac. Let's, let's, let's cruise on down to spoiler town, USA Mm. in this Cadillac that you, you all know how we got the Cadillac. We don't got to talk about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Cody, Would you, I want you, you want me first. to go first? I want you to go first on this one. I'm going to slap a timer on and I'm going to go and I'm going to go first. You got so Number much one. Oh. oh, how dare you, sir? You get out of here. We are in my rant. We are, this is my world. This is my world. You're just living in it. Okay. That's what, look, mute your mic, eat your pizza. All right. Eat your crispy, crispy bacon pizza. It looks good. You said you didn't like. Honestly, I want a slice. I haven't eaten breakfast yet, so I, I will. Okay, give it to me. Feed me a bite. Are you wrong? It's delicious. I love it. Okay, number one, that beard is painted on. Okay, Tyler Perry has a beard, and I think what happened was they had to reshoot the first day, or he had already done Medea scenes. Anyway, the first scene, he has a beard that I swear is just stage makeup, like painted onto his face i swear and i could be wrong but the beard in the first scene looks different than the beard in the rest of the movie okay with him i look i'm telling you it's not it's painted on just in the first scene not the whole movie just in the beginning okay and i need look he's a stage he's a he's a a writer for the stage okay he authors plays he acts on stages but also he does movies also he does tv shows also he was in gone girl who I went down the deepest rabbit hole I've gone down in a minute trying to figure this man out. And I don't think I even did. I don't even look. Watch out. All I could think as soon as we were in the living room with Medea and Joe and the crew, you know, the sassy aunts and uncles giving their takes on everything. I can't imagine what kind of subtitles you would need if English was your second language and you were watching this movie. You would have no clue. You would need like triple subtitles. All right. You need to be like, look, this is what they said, but let me translate it from Medea, Medea ease into like, you know, plain English. It was, there's layers. All right. It goes deep. I can't, I want to watch this movie. Look, I want to take one of my friends from Mexico who speaks like pretty good English, but not like perfect English. And she'd be like, all right, what do you think happened? <laughs> what do you think she just said? I said, I want. I want to do a live, you know, when you translate something with Google Translate and then you translate it back. It sounds all silly and fun. That's what I want. I want to do that live with a Mexican friend. Okay. That's what I want to do. 
but I can't because they're not here. All right. They're not here with me and it's fine. I'll get over it. This movie must have been a nightmare to shoot and to block. Because Tyler Perry plays three different characters, therefore, they can never exist in the same shot at the same time. Like, you can never see both of their face. So you have to cross-shoot everything. You have to get stand-ins to be like, all right, you're the back of Medea's head, and I am now Tyler Perry's character, okay? it. I can't imagine how difficult it would. This man wrote it, he acted three parts in it, and he directed it, I'm pretty sure. He doesn't direct everybody a movie, but he directs most of them. This man's doing way too much. He's doing, no one asked him to do everything. You know, he could just be Medea and people be like, nope, he's got to write it. He's got to start. He's going to direct it. He's probably editing it as he goes. Like, I don't, he's probably the caterer for these. All right. He's probably dressed as Medea, cooking up a big feast for lunch for the craft services. Meanwhile, they're like, hey, look, we got to get more shots. He's like, this is the movie. Film me now. I'm making, you know, he's doing way too much i'm gonna blow your mind right now i'm gonna blow your mind right here medea it's medea everyone knows the character medea wrong you think that's her name don't you i bet you you're wrong it's a term of endearment reserved for matriarchs it's short for mother dearest ma dear medea that's how you look it's you don't understand everything you knew about this movie was wrong i blew your mind didn't i go ahead nod your head did i though really though Oh, it makes me feel good. All right. Here's the other thing. This movie, they shot it. They sent it out to get rated. They're like, yeah, no, hard R. <laughs> and so he's like, dang it. <laughs> they had to cut out a bunch of the movie. Also, did you notice like the 15 swear words they had to dub over? <laughs> did you notice that? <laughs> Every time they said darn, you're like, that's not what your lips said. <laughs> they had to do it not with darn, all kinds of stuff. All right. They, there's craps and darns and all kinds. I think, I think there was an F bomb in here. They had it's like, Tyler Perry, what were you thinking was gonna happen? You throwing uh anyway, loved it. I loved that this was a sequel. This is a man, a seasoned man who has made many plays, many movies, directed and starred in many movies, and he was like, This is an R? Like, dude, you gotta know. You gotta know what's up. All right. She had her tonsils out. <laughs> that was just a joke. I like they talked about taking the tonsils out because uh for sex purposes <laughs> there's this is a very sexual movie there's a lot of swear words it's a hard r except it's a pg-13 now we did it oh i'm gonna have to cut you off this cody <laughs> um can't stop it cody can't go anymore your time is up all right am i just gosh dang it i closed out of the timer again no uh, i closed out of it okay uh, are we just hopping right into mine you we better we better we got a lot to do okay here we go Cody, you're a fool, and I don't remember what I was going to say you were a fool about, but you are, all right? You're trying to pin down Tyler Perry. That's what it is. You're trying to pin down Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is everything, okay? He has everything. What do you need him to be? He's there. Here's the thing, Cody. You see, you look at this, and you look at Tyler Perry acting, and you look me seriously in the eye, and you tell me this is not a fantastic actor and a beautiful man. You're a liar. All right. He is a good actor and he's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. He makes Medea movies. He could be like the biggest star in the world, but he's picked his lane and people keep trying to pull him out of it. And he's like, Nope, this is what I want to do. This is what I want. All right. So they're like, Oh, well, I'll put you in a movie with like, 
like a normal not Medea movie, and he's like, "Fine, I'll do it, but I'm not gonna not get sucked into that world. I'm in the Medea world. He's in the Medea verse, right? How many Medea movies are there? That's wrong, Cody. <laughs> You're wrong. Whatever number you were gonna say, infinite Medea movies. Medea is the multiverse, all right? That's what Medea is. He's a physicist. That's what he really is, Cody. He's out here. Here's what I want: a movie about Neil deGrasse Tyson, where Tyler Perry plays Neil deGrasse Tyson. And Medea is the one that gives him the push. Everybody's like, "Is Carl Sagan gave him the push. That's wrong. Carl Sagan, nobody cares about Carl Sagan. Medea is the real astrophysicist that pushed Neil deGrasse Tyson to be who he is today. All right? The man that hired Bill Nye, the science guy, a crazy person <laughs> to head up some space organization or whatever. I don't know. All right? Cody, this movie is so funny and yes the fact that they did not reshoot they just poorly dubbed over all the swear words is so funny i i was like is this a choice or do they have to do this and i'm so (laughs) glad that you told me the answer to that because i was like did they mean this to be like as weird as it is because i was like i thought here's what i thought i watched it on peacock i'm like i bought get out for the other movie i'm not buying medea boo too all right so i watched it with trailers i was like Hold on. Did they not censor the N-word, but they're censoring damn? Is that what's <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> Is that what happened? Is it because I watched it on Peacock? So I'm so happy that you also saw it. And they did they have the same weird censoring. All right. Here's the thing. Cody, uh, I love everything. Let me tell you about the thing that really dug into my skin the most. It really got under my skin and it drove me nuts. And I have found zero closure horse okay horse he's the best oh gosh tell me oh tell me you don't just want him to hold you all right just try to tell me that i'm like i've seen horse in other movies i know him i've seen his face i know that face i looked at his imdb he's in nothing i've seen before (laughs) nothing okay i don't know i've i've seen his twin in something but i've seen that man with that haircut and that beard shirtless huge all right He's exclusively been in like 12 horror movies and that's it. All right. How dare you think there's been anything else? Cause there hasn't been despite what I've tried to tell myself, despite what I've tried to find nothing. But he has a beautiful man and he's got the crazy girlfriend that he's never spoken to on the phone. And she got his number from a random, random dude at a bar. All right. He, he doesn't even like her. He doesn't even know her, but they're together. They're meant to be together. Cody. And I loved it. Her energy was a little bit too much, though. I'm going to be honest. I think she went a little too hard, but I feel like you kind of have to. When you're in a Medea movie, Cody, look at me. When you're in a Medea movie, you got to go 2,000%. All right. None of this 110% BS. All right. You're dealing with a man that is playing three over the top, well, two over the top characters and one very mild mannered character. All right. It, you know, you got to you gotta step up, all right? That's the thing. Here's the thing. I thought to myself, <laughs> are the frat boys also playing the, the other two black ladies? Are they playing? Is that what's happening? Are they also in costume playing that? Because there's an outtake where one of them is going, Madea, Madea. And he's saying it the same way. And I was like, oh, my gosh, is he that guy? Is are they? But no, it's actually old ladies. It's old ladies that are actually cast as those characters in it. So, you know, I do like how uh, Joe, is it Joe? Joe. Joe's the dad. 
right? Brian's Brian's Tyler Perry, Joe's the dad. Joe says, anytime he refers to his sister, Medea, also Tyler Perry, says, I don't even like that dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler. I'm going to have to cut you off right there. You... <laughs> Here's the thing. Did you watch any of like did you did the way you watch it have like the end thing where it's like all the mm-hmm. bloopers and stuff? Yeah. My oh, favorite yeah. was Joe being like, anybody ever tell you you just look like a man with a wig? <laughs> just like just not not pretty, not beautiful, I... not soft, just just a man <laughs> <laughs> with a dress on. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, look. Here's the thing. Bailey does not like end credit music. And so she was like ready to turn off. And then she was like, never mind. I'm good. And then she sat down. She made me rewind the movie to her favorite part, which I don't remember what it was now. But it was like two minutes before her favorite part even happened. So I was like, did the favorite part happen? I don't understand. Yeah, no. What? Look, we watched it. The next day, her brother and her sister and brother-in-law were here. I was gone. They watched it. All right. They watched and they loved it. He's brother-in-law is now quoting this movie in the group text okay (laughs) here's the other thing about this i started this movie up i found i found a free version on youtube i was like i don't know whatever i'll just put this on and if it's decent i won't buy it or i will buy it i don't know whatever i put it on and i was like you know this this sounds kind of off like i'll just buy it she's like well that's fine also this is the wrong one we need to watch boo too i was like shut up hold on (laughs) we're not watching boo a medea Halloween. we're watching boo we have to watch sequels like have you not seen the first one he's like I don't even know what the first one is. This is the wrong movie. <laughs> Hold on. You've only, she's only ever seen the sequel to Boo, A Medea Halloween, which I'm just going to say this is like 20% higher rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Never seen it. Doesn't want to see it. We were here for Boo too. All right. Here's some more nuggets for you. Cause I told you I went down a hole. Okay. All right. Look, horse, crazy ex, crazy girlfriend. That's not his girlfriend. Yeah. They are in the first movie. All right. Oh. I have not seen the first movie, but I've looked up, okay? So I think she had to really match the energy and exceed it, all right? So you talked about going 2,000%. So she had to add, she was already doing 2,000% in the first movie, I'm assuming. So she had to up the ante, okay? So her energy level was way, well and above everyone else's, which was already quite high, as you mentioned. Okay, some other things. (laughs) The other dad, Gabriella's dad, what's his name? It's something. Uh, Chris or something. His thing. Gabriella is not in the first movie. (laughs) I thought that was the trio. (laughs) She's not in the first movie, as far as I could tell. And the dad is not. Now, you may ask yourself, that dad has a meaty hands and a meaty head. What is, what's his deal? Do you know? Do you know? Don't, don't look it up. Oh, well, I just saw his name and I recognize his name. Yeah, no, it's MMA legend Tito Ortiz. <laughs> yeah, it's like I saw his name. It was like, a decorated oh MMA fighter who I think I've seen some of his fights. My dad, when I was younger, there was a period where he watched some of the UFC stuff. Anyway, yeah, he's yeah, like no. a heavyweight champ. Once again, he is not in the first movie. He's just here in this movie because he flips over the car at the end. I was like, all right, so this guy's like, he's a stunt guy or something, but he's old. You know, it's like, anyway, it's Tito Ortiz. I need you to do me a favor right now. Yeah. Pull up IMDb. I look up Tito Ortiz. Got it. Can you just go ahead and read for me his uh, IMDb uh, profile? Okay. Here, it's pulling up. There we go. His, uh, his little bio, you mean there? Yeah, his bio, It's yeah. very long. <laughs> well, just read, read the first few sentences for me. Cited by film producer Jeff Most as the next Vin Diesel. <laughs> Tito delivers the, <laughs> the, the audience as well as 
the sheer acting talent. <laughs> the most electrifying ultimate fighter competitor alive today, as intimidating as Tito is in the ring, outside is an unparalleled fan favorite. Do you keep going? Keep going? No, that's fine. Okay. Who did he pay to write this? <laughs> they called him the next Vin Diesel. This is the only move I've ever seen him in, all right? And he was fine in it, I guess. I did I, not expect him to go where he went at the very end. That's, you know, where he's like, I'm going to get you to braid your hair or something. And I was like, oh, I was, I was <laughs> not ready for this that. Century. I was not ready for that. I'm looking at his IMDb. He is consistently in movies that I would say are about on par with the movies that Vin Diesel is in. No, he is as good of an actor as he was an MMA fighter. That's what his profile is saying. I just... I thought it was amazing. I loved it. All right. I mean, look, he carried the movie Robot Apocalypse. All right. I'm sure he himself. did. I'm sure he did. This this seems like a Tyler movie if I ever saw one. Right. Next up, the other friend of the trio. Her name is Lexi Pantera. I need you to pull up her IMDb profile and go ahead and give that one a read. Oh, okay. I'm going back. Lexi Pantera, the da- Pantera, his yeah. daughter. No, the other the 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 fatherless woman. <laughs> The cat. She dresses up like the cat. Oh. Is it Alexa Panther? Okay, gotcha. Now, I'm going to give you some background. Because Bailey told me she was famous on YouTube. Hold on. before Famous on YouTube for twerking. Which has not been corroborated at all by her IMDb profile. I did not have the heart to search for her on YouTube. But anyway, tell me what her profile says on IMDb. Conceived in the back of a 69 Cutlass and born Alexis Leah Afshar, Lexi Pantera began to utilize her stunning features and sweet disposition to mastermind them and manipulate those around her to get what she wanted when she was just a baby. Hence, by the age of two, she was bestowed the nickname Lex Luthor by her father. So that's the first two years of her life. <laughs> it keeps going. You don't have to keep on going. It talks a lot about motorbike racing and some other things. Um, anyway, she's the baby Lex Luthor herself, possibly famous for dancing on YouTube or TikTok. I don't know. No one will ever know because I didn't look it up. I'll look so, it up, Cody. I'll, just, you know, I'll dig deep into whether or not she's amazing. famous. For I had to look it up, too, because I think the actress who plays the daughter who's like turning 18 is like actually a teenager. But then she was like 28 when this movie came out. So it was I was, I was like, who... How old is she? What's her deal? Anyway, she's a little older. It's fine. It's a Tyler Perry movie. If you just Google Lexi Pantera, she does come up as a dancer. So, All right. Because she kind of dances for two seconds and then doesn't dance. But she does make a point to be the whole movie. Be like, why aren't we dancing? We should be dancing. Everyone, let's dance. Yeah, because she's dancing. You know? She's a dancer. She's a dancer. Okay. <clears throat> you mentioned Joe. You mentioned laughing at everything Joe said. Bailey died every time he spoke. Every Anytime he said anything. Anything about pimps, hoes, any of it. She loved it. She was all about it. I was a little perplexed. I guess it's just not, I don't understand. I don't understand the Venn diagram where it's like, oh, Tyler Perry makes plays for the for the a, a black Atlantic community, and they've been adapted into movies, and he's also written movies. Then there's Bailey, who's a white woman from the Midwest. And there's this Venn diagram where they both meet, and every, all the comedy is pure gold. It's perfect. But I don't understand how. I don't understand how Atlanta relates to the Midwest, the small towns of the Midwest, but it does. But it does. But it do. It does. <laughs> the party, they're like, party starting at midnight and the cut to lake during the day. Everyone's showing up. Yeah. What are they doing? Here's why. I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. Here's why. There's there's a bunch of things like the outhouse doors closed and it's open, then it's closed in different shots. 
their tire gets slashed, and then it's just back on. And the next shot, there's a lot of stuff going on. You'd be like, what happened? Why did it, why didn't it, why wasn't the shooting per, this guy's made a ton of movies. They shot this movie in five days. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. I've never heard of a movie, a feature length film being shot in less than a week. That's madness. Yeah. It's crazy, but you know. All right, here's the thing, Cody. I found Lexi Pantera's YouTube channel. It has 2.1 million subscribers. And most of them do appear to be uh, music videos of some sort. So, you know, you're, you're a fool for not believing in your, in your wife, you know? I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take the hit. So, I just... The thing is, watching the sequel, I just wanted to know what happened last year. Because the whole thing is, they're like, you ruined the Halloween party last year. Now you're back here. And she's like, well, I'm 18 and you're a frat boy, which is, I wasn't ready for that. Anyway, she's like, you know, I want to party, whatever. Here's the other thing. Think about this. Think about it. She's eight. She's turning 18 on Halloween and she's a senior in high school. So how does that happen? That means she's going to be turning 19 the year she graduates. She's a super senior, right? Yeah. You got to be right. I guess to do... To be turning... She turns 18 October 30th. She would presumably graduate in May of the next year. Yeah. So she's in yeah. school. She's in. Just think about it. Let it blow your mind. I'm thinking about it. I'm... Was it a different car? Okay, she gets a car for her birthday from her mom and stepdad. It's orange in the first scene, right? And then it's red the rest of the scenes? This was driving me crazy. I don't know. I think it, it, was, I think it was the same car, car but different lighting. Because I thought the same thing. But I was like, no, that is still a Mini Cooper. And it looks the same once they like, like it looks close enough that I think it was like the lighting. It was like during the day versus during the night, pretty much every other time. All right. I have a lot to say about the production of this movie and not a lot to say about what happens in the movie. How dare you? So I need you to tell me. This is a good movie. I I need you to tell me about plot points, things you want to talk about, because then I just need to, I'm not even halfway through the rabbit hole, so I need to get that off my chest. But I figure maybe we should talk about the movie before I do that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I. it is, it, the movie is fascinating, right? You know, you open it up, it's like, was it, doesn't it open with her being 1,000% done with her dad? Which, you know, I don't appreciate. That's the whole point, Cody. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to not like these young kids, mm-hmm. you know? They're coming out there. The dad, he's there. Tyler Perry, he's a good boy. All right. That's what I know. I know Tyler Perry, good boy. All right. Mm-hmm. He's a sweet man. He's a good boy. They're doing the birthday party. And then it's, you know, it's the the two aunts. Because one of them is aunt something. But is she aunt or is she like like Bailey claimed? But she hasn't even seen the first boo. So how does she know? <laughs> all right. You know, who it is and isn't an aunt. All I know is all those ladies are called aunt something. And two of them want to bone Tyler Perry. The two that aren't Tyler Perry want Tyler Perry. (laughs) (laughs) I like how Medea seems like the most sane of the old people group. Right? Right. Because I thought Medea was crazy. Yeah, she is. But she's the most sane of her. Yeah, when you compare and contrast. She is the ringleader. The circle she runs in. She is like the. The, Yeah, no. She is the. Stable one. I like they're talking about. She's like, how she gets her first car, and she's like, that's why my rear looks like what is something something Buick. So like, so she's like, because I 
I sold it to get a Buick or something. She's like, I'm walking up and down. Because like in the beginning, Brian, I think it's like Tyler Perry's character, like where he's just Tyler Perry. He's like, yeah, 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 I agree, I agree. And then she's like, I'm walking up and down those My heels, they were so swollen from walking, working these streets to get my first car. And he's like, no, no, you lost me. He's <laughs> like, I worked so hard on the streets and my heels turned to flats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah. his dad's always talking about being a pimp and everything. Like, <laughs> she put that hole in her place. You're like, oh, he's, this is the whole thing. It's all yeah. about it. Yeah, he was a pimp. <laughs> he has a super high pimp voice. That way, yeah, he's like, yeah, go high. That way, when you hit him with low, they're not expecting it. <laughs> oh, oh, I did like that. I like it's like I like the contrast, and I am always surprised because I've seen. Other, another Tyler Perry movie. I don't think it was a Medea. I think it was just Tyler Perry movie that's like not supposed to be as funny. It's supposed to be a little more touching. Yeah, he's got some serious ones. But it is like maybe it was a funny movie because I think it was like him just. But it was like him being an actor, and I was like, oh my gosh, like he's actually like kind of nails the characters that he casts mm. himself as, you know, and like is actually a good actor and good at this. And then to have him being like just a normal suburban dad next to the four old people i was like oh and then tito ortiz is his friend who i was i was trying to nail down tito i'm like tito there's something going on here you're Uh you're you're a serial killer you're you're you know like you're into these teenagers in an inappropriate way or there's something going on and then at the end wanting to braid moose's hair and kiss him lightly i don't know what did he say oh moose i'm gonna braid and moose your hair and i was like oh that's his deal that's his thing yeah everybody likes a good closeted suburban gay dad right that's true that's especially on the checklist right so things you want to make you know those are the notes you want to hit especially when it's tito ortiz you're not gonna get vin diesel to play that but you can get the next vin diesel yeah you get the next vin diesel someone who's as good an actor as he is an mma fighter uh, I'll say he definitely was the worst actor <laughs> yeah, in the group. No, he, he, he was the he stick was out the of that because everyone else was given a good effort. Not that he wasn't giving an effort; it just wasn't. Which part of it was, I think, his character. Like he was supposed to come off as a little bit off, you know. Mm. Like I felt like he was supposed to be like you're like there's something up with this guy. Yeah. Did you uh, did you see it coming? The big twist. No. I did not. I was like, this is more of a twist than get out. It wasn't they weren't in real danger. Sort of a double twist. Like, we're in real danger. The dad hired the circus people to chase him around in the grudge outfit. Yeah. To teach him a lesson. And then it was then and the real then the, there's another twist because there's also a just dude with the chainsaw. Yeah, the was actual not at guy. all related. <laughs> the guy that like a double twist. You're like, oh, you weren't in danger, just kidding, you were. And here's the thing about that. Right, they go to the police station, they sort it out, and they're like, look, it was us, we did it, teach you a lesson, whatever. So then Brian and Tito Ortiz <laughs> leave, and they're like, we got him, high five. And then there's the dude in the chainsaw. They hop in the car, and they peel out of there. It's like, dude, the lesson was family. You just abandoned your family to chainsaw guy. Yeah, they got Medea, though. They're fine. I did, like, my one of my favorite moments, though, was Joe walking up there being like, so I hear you killed your whole family, right? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he's like, because I got this sister I need to take care of. <laughs> he's like, you can uh, help me out with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like the actual murder. They also never addressed the Grim Reaper that they saw. And they and I like I roll up and it was just Joe like, oh, I expect to see him for a little while. It's <laughs> like there's like so many moments where I'm like, I don't want to laugh at what you're saying, but what you're saying is funny and I can't not <laughs> laugh at it. Oh, I didn't man. want to give him the laughs, but they got the laughs whether I wanted to or not. Right. That's yeah. the thing. I've heard that about a lot of like, I've heard about a lot of Tyler Perry movies that it's very much like a morality tale, right? Like this whole thing is like, look, the kids are being disobedient. They're being deceitful. You need to listen to their parents. That's like the underlying moral of the story. But within the moral, within the pita pocket of the moral, it's just shredded Medea up and down, you know, with a little Joe sauce on top, you know, and that's it. That's what you got. You got the package, but inside it's the hijinks. Yeah. I did like them referencing all the other movies with her being like, I could be on the download. I'm on the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What was You're she like, on the wall for? Was it fra- fraud or? It said check fraud. She's like, that's not it. And then below it was like paragraph worth oh, of like other charges. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> They're like, she's like reading it. I can't remember what a bunch of them were, but I think I know she got And then when Dave started reading, she's like, assassination. So, <laughs> I was like, what? You're right. It really is the multiverse. You could put Medea in any situation to be like, you know, it checks out. Yeah. She belongs here. Oh yeah, uh, I I liked it way more. Like I liked it enough that I was looking up where the first one can be streamed. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think I got like I said, it's better reviewed. So maybe next year I'll get Billy to watch Boo One. You just watch it tonight. She probably do it with you. You know, there was some. She might not. She might just want to watch Boo Two again. I don't know. She. I'm telling you, it was a visceral reaction when I put on Boo One. Yeah. Um, the okay. There was some like random earlier in the movie. There's like some random beatboxing. Someone beatboxes or something. Oh, Perry does. Like when he first uh, greets her with his with his hat on. Oh right, because is he rapping and then he does like trails off as of beat. I, I didn't get it. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a lame supposed dad. to be lame dad. Yeah. Um, that's all I wrote about the movie. I have a lot to say about Tyler Perry as a human being. I just I want to make sure we do justice to the film. The film is funny and it's good. And if you can just if you just want to, it's like watch. I think if you go into the any Tyler Perry movie, probably a good way to look at this. Go into it thinking of like think about it like watching a stand up comedy special, not like watching a film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then I think yeah. you'll enjoy it a lot more. Think about like a sketch comedy show or something that you're watching. Yeah. All right. Now tell me about Tyler Perry. Okay. I've been waiting. I've been waiting 30 minutes for you to ask me this question. Tyler Perry was born Emmett Perry. He changed. He was, so he was Tyler Jr. He changed his name to distance himself from his abusive father. All right. Um, He suffered abuse from his father. He suffered sexual abuse from other relatives as well. He also learned later in life that um, Emmett, sorry. So Emmett was the dad's name. So his birth name is Emmett Jr. Changed it to Tyler. Anyway, Emmett. Uh, senior turns out he did a DNA test, not actually his real father. So I don't know if he knows who his real father is. All right. Medea exists 
in play. So he started as a playwright and he had this one play he wrote that he tried to workshop for like 10 years. It wasn't going anywhere. And then finally he kind of hit the right streak and it was in the Atlanta scene. And that's uh, where it kind of took off. And that's where he kind of blossomed into who he is today. Medea exists in plays, books, and movies. So he does Medea on stage. And I think if you think of it as a stage character, it makes more sense. Like, I don't know how well Medea translates on film because it's such like a campy, over-the-top caricature of, you know, of um, like a black ant, you know? Anyway, so that's something to think about. So she's, like you said, multiverse, plays books and movies. She's all over the place. All right, she probably has a radio show. I don't know. Um, he also, so he's, he's a roaring success now. He produced Tyler Perry's House of Pain. He made shows for Oprah's network when Oprah made her own TV network. He signed a fat contractor to a bunch of stuff, developing things for that. He bought 330 acres outside Atlanta for his studios. I mentioned maybe on a previous podcast, that's where they shot Black Panther, which is kind of crazy. Uh, in 2011, Forbes listed him as the highest paid man in entertainment. He earned $130 million in between May 2010 and 2011. And he's had some beef. You know, it's just interesting to hear people debate him um, especially the like the Medea character, he's like like look, he he grew up around some of those strong black women, and people kind of speculate like, well, this is maybe just is his sort of caricature of the amalgamation of those people in his life, you know. And I guess you could probably say the same about Joe in this movie. And then there are other people like Spike Lee who offer criticism of his work, calling it coonery buffoonery. Um, Perry responded to that by telling him to go to hell. <laughs> I think like not directly, but like separately. Uh, so just interesting to see, you know, there are people like Spike Lee who are well regarded in the film community that are trying to do just it's a very different approach. And I think if if you think of Tyler Perry, what he did was make plays in the Atlanta area. You know, it's a very heavily populated black area, urban area. Um, and that's who he his audience is built for. And so he's like, look, I'm giving people what they want because he made these all these plays and made these characters and did them on stage and they worked really well. I'm like, there's a thriving theater scene in Atlanta for all these black centered plays that he made and created. Then there are people like Spike Lee who make, you know, like they see it and they're like, they don't identify with it, you know, and, and look at it in a totally different way. Um, critics harangue this movie and it's just, I don't know. It's interesting to see the different takes on the movie. Tyler Perry, he look, he's, it's hard because you read about him and you, you're like, Oh, no, I'm empathizing with him. Oh, I'm so happy he's successful. Look at what he's overcome. But also, I acknowledge it's not for me. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's hard. There's, there's a big debate to be had that's still ongoing to this day. Is he right? Is he wrong? He made you laugh. So Yeah. I like Tyler Perry. I think he's out there getting it. I think he knows he's found an audience and he's doing what they like and what he likes making what they like watching and he i feel like people like uh like spike lee and, you know other people who criticize him right <clears throat> i feel like part of it comes from you know like what i say like when I, you're watching it and you're like oh this guy's like a good actor and could be in like big budget movies and be more of like a traditional role model and i i know i've seen some interviews where people kind of talk down on him because he hasn't stepped up to do that. He's capable mm -hmm. of doing that, but he won't. And then there's his, you know, side, which I feel like is very valid of, you know, screw that. Like people like the Medea movies. I like making them. I'm going to keep making them. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I definitely think he's he's out there doing what he loves and he's loving doing it. You know what I'm saying? You know what yeah. I mean? And here's my thing about him. How does he have time for anything? Like he consecutively has multiple TV shows going on at once. He's making Medea movies every like year, year and a half, like firing them out left and right, producing all the TV. He does plays, he does books. The other thing is he doesn't really do writer rooms. Like normally someone like this is like, oh, you know, he's got a lot of projects, but he runs writer's rooms. So it's like, oh, he created it, but really other people are writing it. And he's like signing off on it or just like coming in and, and writing on a few episodes. He's said like he doesn't, like people have criticized him for the, for this as well, he doesn't like using writer rooms because he's like, I don't like their writing or it comes back and I, I have to workshop it so much to make it work. It's not even worth my time. He just likes to write it himself. So people are like, well, you're, you need to give opportunities to other black writers to like come up and learn and, you know, make an impact and all that. And he's just like, it just works better when I do it because I know what I'm looking for. And, you know, yeah. so he, my question is what time does, how does he have time for any of this? If he's writing it all himself, He's yeah. doing multiple TV shows and movies and books at all simultaneously. How was, and he's acting in all of them and he's directing, you know, one thing if he was writing all this stuff, it's like some people are very prolific, like Stephen King is writing, he's writing several pages a day and he's always got books coming out. He's like the, if Stephen King was also a director and actor. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I mean Elon Stephen Musk King is a director and he has hour. acted, but he's okay. not, you know. Is it, it, what were the, all the articles recently about Elon Musk having the 250-hour work week? People are like, how is it, how's that possible? And then there was basically like a Forbes or like an Inc. article or something about how if, you, if you're rich and you like what you do, you experience time differently or something dumb. <laughs> so there you go. That's, how, that's your answer. Elon. He does remind me a lot of uh, – which I, I don't I, – guess he's probably been doing it longer or about the same amount of time but like uh oh gosh the name's gone it's gone you know who i'm talking about the guy he's got his own tv network he made spike lee no spike tv (laughs) yeah all right um uh no no the other guy the the mexican guy i think he's mexican george lopez no no he did from Dust Till Dawn and Giancarlo Desposito. Ajar J. Romero? No. Oh, Tarantino? What? Not Tarantino. Dust Till Dawn? From Dust Till Dawn? That's Tarantino. Yeah, Dawn but who, do, who does the yeah, Dawn. Who does the TV show for for it right now? Like Walking Dead or Dawn of the Dead? Oh gosh. Fine. Fine. You're no help. I'm looking it up. You're no help at I all. I threw out a lot of names. Yeah, you I threw, threw out. out. Threw I did out a, a lot pretty of good job names. word associating with you there. Threw out so many wrong names. And it's, uh, here, you you vamp for a second, and I'm I'm gonna find this guy. I'm mad about how little trivia there was for this. I burned through the IMDb trivia on this movie, and I wanted answers, and it gave me none of it. So I had to do all this research elsewhere. It drove me crazy. I was like, no, I need more answers about what this movie is. Robert Rodriguez is who I was looking for. Oh. Thank you, Cody, for nothing. Yeah, he was in. Uh, did he work on From Dust Till Dawn? Yes. Grindhouse. He was in Grindhouse. Yes, he did. Did he work on? From He's friends with Tarantino. Dawn. Did you know that? Yes, I did. That. <laughs> Funny enough, they worked on From Dust Till Dawn together. Wow. What was he in Dust Till Dawn? I think he might. I think he he was the executive producer. Oh, interesting. There you go. That's what he was in From Dust Till Dawn, and then. Yeah, so he produced the movie, and then the second, and then the third movie. He also made the Spy Kids movie, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, and 
Machete and Sin City and Grindhouse. Oh, Cody, I'm already past Grindhouse, and I'm not about to go back. Okay, set up. Line of Terror. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett, Episode Eight. Oh. So you know what? There you go. Boom. Right. So what? A, wait, but what about him? Just that he's he's similar to Tyler Perry in that he's like he's doing it all, doing it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, how? And they're like, yeah, you just do it. And it's like, no, you can't just say that. Rob Rodriguez was on an episode of The Chef Show, and he makes cauliflower Parmesan crust pizza. So it's a gluten free pizza, and it's just like a. Or is it just Parmesan crust? I think it's cauliflower too. I anyway, it's the, just a, a cheese pizza with a cheese. The crust is cheese instead of bread. Yeah. yeah. The Parmesan crust. Have you ever had Parmesan crust on a pizza? On I anything? I have. So good. It's better than you'd think it would be. The I've had the Brian Burger at Emma Jean's Holland Burger, which has a Parmesan crust and sourdough. It's amazing. That's bread with a Parmesan crust on Amazing. This is just a crust for the pizza made out of cheese. It's like they do the tacos that way too. Yeah. Oh, tacos. Just, yeah. Okay. Tell me more um, about Tyler Perry. Uh, I, mm. That's about it. You know. What? Did you know he directed in costume? There you go. There's a thing. <clears throat> that makes sense. Did, that was in the the end things when he was directing some of the stuff, and he was like in costume directing it. I like how somebody started going while he was in a scene, and he's like, "No, was, wait, wait, hold on now, wait for action." And I was like, who's going to call action? And then he calls action. Yeah. Well, then, well, was there times where he did the Medea voice, but he was in a different costume? Oh, quite yeah. jarring. When somebody was doing, uh, when someone was calling out Medea, one of the frat boys. And he's, oh, yeah. Does what? And they're all like, oh, gosh. Um, this movie, rating wise, has a 4% on the tomato meter, um, but a 40% audience score. It's pretty. It's a pretty wide range. Um, I need to look up the first one. It's not like that much better, but it is better. Is it though? Is it really better? You tell me. I mean, I'll tell you. I'm looking it up. It's got a 19% on the tomato meter. Hmm. The first one does. And it's got a 53% audience score. So it is higher rated. Huh. Now, Cody, do you want to hazard a guess? Five days budget for this movie. Four million. 25 million. What? I mean, it makes sense. They had stunts and a car, and uh, I mean, they filled up that campground with all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they had a lot of extras, which I'm sure eats into your budget. Yeah, they did fast. way too much with that scene too, because like they had like 50 tents out there. I'm like, you know, it would have just been like a main party area, right? Would there have been that big of a camp? Because everyone empties out too, like everyone leaves. Well, yeah, but I mean, like if party. you got like 500 people there and then 50 tents, you know, you can have. 400 people leave. Mm, I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So $25 million budget. Yep. And so far, gross worldwide. $80 million. $48 million. Mm. Here's mm-hmm. the Here is the genius of Tyler Perry. Yeah. He can make a movie for $25 million and then have it make less than 50 And it'd be successful because, I mean... I'm convinced he spends like $12 marketing these movies, mm-hmm. you know, cause he really just got to put it, put like a poster up. It's like people who are going to see it, they were going to, they're going to, they're going to know it's coming and they're going to go see it. Yeah. He you're very not, much has the market cornered. Yeah. You're not getting new people. 
into the Medea movies. Except for now, he's got me. But that's your fault, Cody. Tyler, is this the first movie with a Razzie that you're like on board for? That can't be true. Because I've we've done movies with Razzies for Tyler's Trash, haven't we? I guess so. Probably one or two. And they're like legit. This one's like a Razzie almost like he's going for it. <clears throat> you know, like giving him the Razzie for worst actress in a Medea movie is like a legitimate award for him kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like Quite a compliment. Like <clears throat> he knows what these movies are. Whereas yeah. the other movies we've seen with Razzies are like they tried to be a good movie and they failed so hard. Yeah. And then sometimes people just didn't appreciate them, like Dracula Untold. Yeah. I I guess I just, I can't get on the train with you, and it makes me sad. It's just, you know, it's one of those movies that's fun to just turn on, you know, shut your brain off and let it go, you know? Mm. You know what I mean? I think, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I know. Do it, say it. <laughs> say, your, say your criticisms of this film. Okay, I already did. It just, it's not for me. It wasn't the kind of thing I'm here. Cody, why <sighs> Why do you hate fun so much? All right. <laughs> I understand there was no, you know, Scandinavian couple raising a lamb as a human child, so much so that it gets human legs and arms. But you can have movies that are good that aren't that. All right. I know, I know that, and I believe you. I just don't think there was a universe where this was this was going to win my heart. You know, but here's the problem, Cody. Did it make you laugh? Were there parts where that you laughed at? It made me laugh. All right, it succeeded in the one thing it set out to do. It made me laugh, but bad. it also made me cringe. You know, like okay, it succeeded in the two things <laughs> so, it set out to do. You can't. You got to. Like I said, you're one in six. It's not going to cut it in the in the big leagues. But it's not in the big leagues, Cody. It's a Medea movie. I don't. I guess what I'm saying is I don't want to watch more. Med- I know I'm going to in my lifetime watch more Medea movies, but I don't really yeah. want to. Yeah, you're married to Bailey. You're definitely watching more Medea movies. How much would Bailey pay to be to have Medea magically be inserted as her aunt in her real family? <laughs> I would pay for that. <laughs> I would pay to to have her present at the next family get together but who wouldn't you know you could you could pay tyler perry to show up as medea well, the man who made 130 million dollars in one year is gonna how much i have to pay him to get him to show up i mean if you have to ask you can't afford it cody you make it pretend to be like a sick child or something be like oh my my dying wish is for tyler perry to come to thanksgiving oh yeah i can't i don't have much more wisdom to share I mean, we really covered none of the movie, but all of the all of the the universe of Tyler Perry. I just hope someone else who watched this movie and had the same questions I did got a few answers today. There's no answers. <laughs> you ask the Grim Reaper showed up. There was no payoff to that. That was the actual. I guarantee <laughs> that was supposed to be the actual Grim Reaper. I mean, she reaches her hand in to his hood, and there's nothing, right? Yeah, that's canon. It's canon. I just, oh gosh, I love. I love all it's so it's such like like good writing for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like in the like the fact that Joe calls Medea a dude <laughs> all the time. She's like everyone's in on like the joke that Tyler Perry is Medea. Yeah. We're we're like five movies past when we've all just decided to 
universally agree that we all know that like, he is a dude in a dress. Like when they hit the, when they like hit the the little girl, you know, the like fake grudge, mm-hmm. grudge girl, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, maybe it was a deer. I saw a white dress. Well, maybe the deer was transitioning. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I just remembered what. <laughs> I just remember what Bailey's favorite part was. Okay. And I'll share something that did make me laugh. <laughs> One thing that made me laugh was the the aunt that's not his aunt that is his aunt that's into him. Yeah. Just her saying, like, oh, why don't you let me make you feel good? <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> I can't with, like, the over-the-top hair and make. Like you said, those are just old ladies, but they're in, like, extra, extra makeup and, you know, wigs and whatever. Yeah. That did get, look, I chuckled, okay? I when did they, when they're right. giving her crap about her breath. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that was. I think that was some of the better writing for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is funny because it is like you can tell he puts a lot of time and effort and thought into like their back and forth and their quippiness, and then the rest of mm-hmm. it is just like this is a horror movie. This is a horror movie script. Like these people don't need to be smart or make sense or do anything productive mm-hmm. at all. It's all about the old people. <laughs> yeah. So here's Bailey's favorite part we had to rewind to watch. Give it to me. It's Joe, of course, because it couldn't be anyone else. And it's when the stepdad, you know, the new husband of the lady, the stepdad, says something to him. And he's like, you don't know me like that. Don't talk to me, mother trucker. <laughs> he just like says like, oh, is this all of that in like two seconds? A little line? Yeah. Favorite part. We had to rewatch it. I like, I liked when uh, he was talking smack about uh, Brian's ex-wife. And then she walks in and she's like, what did you say? And he's like, oh, I was saying, how you doing, baby? <laughs> you had the pony, not the stallion. <laughs> and like licks his uh, lips. And- I will say, I know it's a comedy, but I was uncomfortable with him in the Cadillac with the, the blonde lady. <laughs> I, was, I was not ready for that. I was like, this is, this is a little too predatory for me. <laughs> just, just over the line. Yeah, but you know, he's like, it's like the old harmless predator where it's like, you know, he can't move fast enough to take it, to act on this stuff. So he's fine. Ah, uh, yeah. It's just, it's hard because it is a comedy. It's a farce. I would, I would call this one a farce, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's just hard to know. Is it problematic? Is it, it's debatable, you know? But it's a farce. So yeah. it's like, so is it? Because it's I all mean, in the name of. Silliness. He's supposed to be a caricature of like an old grandpa that like hits on everything that moves, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's a real type of person that exists that is a problem in society. But it is funny because everybody knows that guy. Yeah. You know? So it's good. It's good. It's all good. So it works. It's yeah. It works, you know? I I don't have much more to share. I'm, I'm sad to say. I wouldn't recommend... Look, oh, I would. I would of the people who have seen it, it's you. Did Tiffany watch this one with you? No. Okay. It's you? It's me. Oh, because she's out of town, right? Oh, yeah. She's out of town. I'm alone, and I'm sad, and I'm depressed, but it's fine. This movie did not fix Got any of that. Got <laughs> I watched it. You watched it. Bailey watched it. Sister and brother-in-law watched it. Everyone but me got a kick out of it. So, I mean, who am I to say? Who am I to say don't watch this movie. I don't recommend it because we got four out of five people. That's 80%. If we're doing, if we're doing Rotten Tomatoes rules, it's got an 80% tomato. That's, that's a movie you go and watch. That's certified fresh. 
Uh, I mean, I think you nailed it though. It is a movie. It's a kind of movie you get a kick out of. Yeah. And you nailed it as well. We're just like, if you want to just shut your brain off and it's kind of like, Oh, do you want to watch the Medea Halloween special? Halloween specials are never that great, but like they're fun. It's, Oh, it's the season. Spooky season. I'm on something light, something funny. I get how someone would put it on in that scenario. Just, I don't want to have to be the one there with it too. Also. Yeah. I got movies to watch about lambs that turn into boys that haunt people. That's what I got to do. There's a movie called Lamb, and A24 made it. And if A24 made it legally, I have to see it, okay? That's the kind of, look, I want to be confused by a Danish lamb horror film. That's what I want, okay? Is it a horror film? That's my problem with I don't want to go watch some fun movie with a sassy black woman. No, Danish lamb boy. That's what I'm after. Yes, that's what you are, Cody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you what like? Else is there to say? I mean, I did want to ask you. Did you like when I was watching the trailer? Did you like my commentary, my reaction to the trailer of the Lamb movie? Oh yeah. Because I noticed you chuckle when I said, "Oh, the devil yeah. wants the baby back." <laughs> yeah. It's just a normal goat. I think. <laughs> but the goat's eyes do glow. They do glow at one point, and I'm like, "Oh man, maybe it is the devil." I'm so excited. Lamb. A24. What a what a studio. Yeah. You say they they put you have said in the past they put out good movies, always good movies. But they didn't they make the, the, the high life movie that you hated? Yeah. Look, their movies are all of a certain type and variety. And Cal look, I didn't like High Life, but I could understand that I wouldn't say it was a bad movie, but I didn't but it like was. it. But they're shooting in a quality where like this is an interesting premise and these actors are doing a good job and it's like a well-made movie you know but if you didn't like if it that's the thing if all those boxes are ticked and the movie's not hitting i would argue then it's it, it is like the epitome of a bad movie no, so it's like everybody did the best they could possibly do the movie itself was not good enough to make it work you know okay here's what i'll say if you look at their filmography, every movie studio is making tons of movies all the time. That's the thing. So I would say their batting average is like twice as good as a big studio. Big studios are pumping money into all kinds of movies left and right. They're making guesses. A24 is way better at making bets as like what is going to be um, a good movie. And so if you if you just look at their list, I look at it, I read it, I see it, I see the list. I'm like, you know what? I really like a lot of these movies, you know? Did they make the so that's um, or the Vavitch, as some people call it. Let me look at this. Let's see. Oh, interesting. They did Enemy to New Villeneuve. What are you asking about the witch? The Vavitch? Weren't they the ones that made that one? Yeah. That counts for like 10 misses. All right. They made, here's the thing. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to scroll through. I'm going to tell you the ones I've seen. Tell you the ones I liked. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. They did Minari, which I really want to see. They did the Green Knight, which I really want to see. Oh, they did Val, which is really cool, which I really want to see. They did Lamb, which I really want to see. Every movie they came out with this year, I really want to see. Okay, that's the thing. That's what you have to understand. They did Waves, which is very good. They did Uncut Gems, which is fantastic. They did The Lighthouse, which was great. They did The Farewell, which is... I would recommend The Farewell to almost anyone, actually. It's got... Uh, what's her name? Aquafina in it. So good. Midsummer, which you know I feel about Midsummer. Yeah, you hate um, it. There's some movies I really want to see I haven't seen, like Last Black Man in San Francisco is supposed to be good. High Life, which I didn't like, but I wouldn't say it was a bad movie. Okay? Mid-90s, loved it. Great. They did 
Eighth grade, so good. Hereditary, best, the best. So I just wonder. First Reformed, hated it. <laughs> that, was, that was one of the movies that prompted that. That's the movie. Oh, the, that the is barbed wire the movie? barbed wire white robe. Yeah, that one. They did a disaster artist, Lady Bird, Killing of a Secret Deer, all three great. Okay, Florida Project, it's great. They did a good time, wonderful. The ghost Story, hated it. One of the movies that prompted this podcast. <laughs> Slowest movie I've ever seen. I didn't get it. I didn't like it. Free Fire, didn't see it. Looks kind of good. 20th Century Roman, wonder, delightful. Delightful coming of age story, okay? They did Moonlight. We all know how that one goes. Swiss Army Man, delightful. The Lobster, I hated it. Hit the witch, perfect movie. Obviously, we all know so that. So bad though. Here's the thing: was they it was it Lobster Man? Was that the one that where they room? the lobsters? Or so the premise of lobster of the lobster is lonely people go to like a, a manor, and you sign up to go there, and it's like, hey, where you're going to do all these activities, and you're going to meet with a psychologist, and we're going to find you your true love. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if you don't. You get to pick an animal to turn into. Do you have so it's to like turn if you, into an animal? If you don't fulfill, well, if you don't meet your requirement of like meeting your soulmate or whatever, then you turn into an animal of your choosing. So he picks a lobster because lobsters have like a crazy long lifespan or whatever. Um, anyway, so that's why it's called a lobster. Okay? okay. So you're forced to turn into an animal. They did the documentary about Amy Winehouse. They did Slow West. They did Ex Machina. They did While We're Young. They did Tusk. Tusk. They did uh, Enemy, which I really want to see. It is Spring Breakers. So here's what I'm saying. It is Spring Breakers. I forgot about that. Which is a very controversial. People are like, it's amazing, or it was stupid. You know, it's they do they do have some of those movies like that. But you saw the list I read. Some of my very favorite movies in the horror genre and the sci-fi genre, just in like indie films in general, come from this studio. So that's what I'm saying. Hmm. Mississippi Grind. Oh, that's a good one. So there you go. A24. That's what I'm saying. Most studios, they're batting like a 250, okay? Which is good enough to get by in the big leagues. I think A24 is batting like a 600, okay? Which is insane, all right? They're doing a great, they're doing great work. I'd give them a four. High fives all around. I'll give them a four. Still, that's what I'm saying. It's better than a big, than like the big budget studios. And if you look at the directors they're working with, it's like Denis Villeneuve, Ari Aster, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Like they're working with some really great indie directors. Yeah, but That's you know Dune. Barry never Jenkins. He's Dune's the rest of his life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Dune. It's coming, Cody. is so close. I'm ready for it. Yorgos Lanthimos. We all know Yorgos. He makes movies I hate, and he makes movies that are great. Greta Gerwig. Come on. James Franco. Let's not talk about it. So Bo Burnham. Come on. Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. The whole gang. Yeah. Even the problematic ones. Is that James Franco? Is he problematic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he was problematic, then he wasn't. And now he's back to being problematic? I don't think he's redeemed himself from the... I think the movie did for them was Disaster Artist, and that was the one where they, were, they while they were announcing the awards, like a bunch of people tweet, like at the same time, like tweeted their terrible experiences with him and all that stuff. I don't know if he's really redeemed himself since then, because what has he done since then? Because I know that like Seth Rogen's kind of done working with him. And if Seth Rogen cuts you off... Then you're cut off. You're Seth Rogen is Hollywood. Much like the Emperor is the Senate, Seth mm-hmm. Rogen is Hollywood. That's true. I do. How else would he still be making know, movies? I have to know what James Franco's up to. Nothing, nothing. So that's what I'll say. Look, you doubted me. You wanted to talk about Medea? No. 
the conversation, as it always does, comes back to A24. Yeah. So here's the thing. Medea batting 400, the, or not Medea, the A24 batting 400. The Medea movies, I say, so far, batting 1,000 for me. <laughs> so far, in my experience, batting 1,000. Uh, yeah. I hear you. I see you. And if you go and ask your nearest middle-aged suburban black man, he'll agree, batting 1,000. Mm-hmm. Probably. You're right. You're right. James Franco hasn't done anything in, in Atlanta. any directing in 2020 or 2021, but he was in one 2020 movie that has 4.6 on IMDb. So Oof. he might be he might be done because he was working on an HBO series that looks like he's been nixed. And yeah, I don't know. We'll see. They killed him. He's dead. That's all I've got. Yeah, that's all there is, really. Well, thank you for listening. You can rate, review, and share us on Apple Podcasts and wherever you find podcasts. We dare you to find somewhere we're not on. You can also reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Opinion Havers. We're throwing memes your way. We're really happy to take your suggestions. Uh, you're happy to yell at me on there. Thank you for listening. Until next time, watch movies. And I have opinions. When they, when they scattered in the movie, I thought the police were coming. Because <laughs> they had such a system of the police showing up, but it was just that chick that's obsessed with horse. <laughs> Tell me, yeah. what, what do I recognize horse from, Cody? Tell me. Your dreams, your fantasies. You're right. You're right. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs>